Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Neil World Order Podcast. Daylight uh, savings time is actually tonight here in uh, a few hours. What is it? Is it at 2? You jump your head, clock ahead to 3 or 3 to 4? Honestly, I'm old now, so I don't know. And, you know, our phones just do it for us. But uh, that means it'll be getting brighter. Uh, the weather's supposed to take a turn here and be really nice. It was cold as butt the last two days and windy. But uh, spring is coming next week. Uh, it's going to be daylight longer, like I said. Uh, special congratulations to my uh, hometown Upperman Lady Bees, who won their third basketball state championship. And I believe in the last five years, um, awesome job by the Lady Bees tonight and all the folks that had to overcome the uh, snow down south to actually get to the game. And um, awesome job there. It's always good to see your uh, hometown kick some tail. So very proud of the Lady Bees. Uh, my little cousin, she's a freshman on the team, uh, so she'll get a ring. It's pretty cool. Uh, staying with, I guess, sports. It's official. Here in Wisconsin, Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Um, it'll be interesting to see what other moves the, the Packers make uh, to go all in for possibly another Super Bowl. Let's uh, be real, there's plenty of work to be done. Uh, we can we dominate the regular season, but we can't seem to win a playoff game. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, Russell Westbrook got traded. Not Russell. <laughs> Russell Wilson got traded from Seattle to Denver. Uh, apparently that was similar deal to what the uh, Broncos were trying to offer the Packers, and the Packers just weren't hearing it. Uh, there's a lot of, you know, rumors going around on the terms of what Aaron Rodgers' deal is. Nothing uh, officially has been released other than he's staying. My odd, my guess is he'll retire here unless things go really bad this year, which, God, I hope they don't, but sports is, you know, unpredictable. You're always, especially in football, you're always an injury or two away from your team just being the Lions. But um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what goes on the rest of this offseason, the draft, and so forth. Hopefully they don't draft another quarterback, right? Um, this is uh, last week of work before we leave for vacation a week from today. Actually, by this time tomorrow, this time next week, I'll actually be on vacation, and we're not going to say where I'm going. Um, I'm excited for a little beach therapy, but, uh, you know, I love traveling. Uh, it's one of the things I, I actually enjoy the road trips. Uh, we usually drive. I know we've been through the ringer a time or two here about how much I hate flying. But uh, <laughs> with gas prices now, it's not like it's much cheaper to drive than it is to fly. But, uh, you know, the road trip is usually half the fun. Um, at least I think so. I guess maybe not coming back because you're like, oh, man, I'm going back to work. I'm going back to this. But uh, I feel like travel is important. I feel like, you know, it's one of those things you Everyone should go on vacation, you know, whether it's two days, ten days, whatever whatever you can swing, you should make it happen. Um, but honestly, you know, this is a, just a me and Kai trip, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's been a while since the two of us have just gone and done something for ourselves. So, yeah, that should be awesome. And like I said, you'll have a traveling podcast next week. Um, so, sticking with... You know, the whole music thing going on and on. I was thinking the other day, and the song, 
we listen to, I think it's like AccuRadio at work, which is, I swear it's like the same loop of songs every six or eight hours. And they kept playing Oasis songs. And I was like, man, I freaking love Oasis. So I thought we would talk about the Brothers Gallagher. You know, when you hear the Brothers Gallagher, you instant, I instantly think about uh, the show Shameless. But uh, we're talking about Liam and Noel Gallagher, the very talented brothers who, you know, are part of the band formerly known as Oasis. Like I said, I'm a huge Oasis fan. Uh, I've also enjoyed the solo work that Liam and Noel have done since uh, Oasis quit making music. Um, you know, I think some of the great things Oasis did was often overshadowed by the drama of the two brothers. And um, I get it as someone who doesn't have a very good relationship with my own biological brother. I, I can't even fathom being in a band uh, with my brother, considering just our personal and personality differences. But uh, these guys did it. Uh, they were for formed in 1991. They sold over... Uh, 70 million albums worldwide and they're actually one of the most successful acts ever in the United Kingdom uh, their first release definitely maybe featured the hit Supersonic Live Forever uh, and one of my personal favorites is a song called Slide Away uh, I think I think it's great um, you know like I said I just I, I love Oasis I think you know it's just one of those bands that I just listen to and probably never talk about um, they garnered a lot of airplay in the U.S. with that album. And on MTV, uh, I think the videos for Live Forever and Supersonic played a lot. Uh, their next album, Definitely Maybe. Uh, I'm sorry, they followed up Definitely Maybe with their second release and most commercially successful album. That was What's the Story, Morning Glory. Uh, that had Champagne Supernova, Some Might Say, Don't Look Back in Anger, of, and of course, Wonderwall. Everyone knows Wonderwall, right? You think of those... Uh, all those like memes and little vines. It's like fuck it. Here's Wonderwall, uh, which Wonderwall is their biggest hit, uh, and it, I mean it pretty much made them household names globally. Um, you know, I think oftentimes they were compared to the Beatles, who obviously had an influence on their music and were probably an inspiration to them. Um, Oasis kind of had that pop rock sound of the British Invasion great catchy songs bigger than life personalities and the, the two brothers um, you know they often proclaimed that they were the greatest band in the world or ever in multiple interviews you know they were very brash arrogant rude kind of reckless at times um, you know they would had altercations with media fans other bands you know and, and they never hesitated to tell you their thoughts on you or anything in general and they kind of carried that same attitude to this day um, you know Liam and Noel would constantly have issues with each other uh, with other people in the band you know it would result in Liam often no showing gigs or quitting the band only to return until they officially broke up in uh, 2009 which is crazy to think that's what 13 years ago um, you know I think I recall one of the you know just the awkward strange things with the band during their taping of uh, MTV's Unplugged, Liam actually refused to sit in with the band Liam was the lead singer if I never said that um, and he actually sat in the balcony smoking and drinking while his brother Noel did the vocals for the event and supposedly it was over a dispute on stage arrangement I believe, although nothing definitive was ever given as a reason because that's 
just how Oasis was. Um, you know, I think antics like that led to them falling out of favor with a lot of industry people who, you know, which I get, just didn't want to deal with them and how unpredictable and volatile they could be. And you think about it, it's crazy unfortunate because Oasis is truly an amazing band. Uh, you know, they have a catalog of great music and easily could have them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which, let's be real, if they were inducted, they would probably shit all over it anyways. But, you know, when I, when I think of bands like Green Day and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, you know, being in the Rock and Roll Hall, and I'm like, okay, Oasis belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, you know, I actually loved their third album as well. It was uh, Be Here Now. Um, it wasn't a huge success as the first two, but um, to me, I think it might have been their best work. But that's just my opinion. But yeah, you know, you get a chance. Uh, if you like the Beatles, um, you know, in that kind of feel. Um, our, our friend Nate Hansen of Hansen Screen Printing is the world's largest Beatles fan. Uh, if you ever see him, just talk to him about the Beatles. He, he loves the Beatles. Um, you're welcome, Nate. But, uh, you know, Noel Gallagher has a solo project called uh, Noel Gallagher and the High-Flying Birds. It, that's really good. And Liam Gallagher has solo work just under Liam Gallagher. But, um, yeah, it's good stuff. You know, like I said, I like to throw out some music here and there and... Um, like I said, I titled this episode after one of my favorite Oasis songs, as some might say. But check them out, watch some videos, watch their Awkward Unplugged on YouTube. The music was great, but like I said, it's just weird. You know, you see Liam up in the balcony, just whatever, being disassociative. So, speaking of disassociative, uh, since President Brandon has took office... Not our friend of the show, Brandon, uh, who's actually out on the Mississippi ice fishing, doing a whole broke, broke back mountain fish trip with her buddy Luke. I'm just fucking with you guys. But, I mean, for all I know, you're sharing a sleeping bag, drinking White Claws tonight. But uh, gas prices continue to soar, uh, you know, which a lot of this is due to our dependence on foreign oil. Um, you'll never convince any dumb fuck liberal of that. Uh, you know, at one point under the Trump administration, we had energy independence, and then, you know, Democrats came in and said, well, all our friends, all our foreign friends aren't making any money. we got to do things to make them money. So, you know, they nixed the Keystone Pipeline. They made it harder to get permits for the people that have leases to drill, and here we are. And you haven't seen the worst of gas prices yet. I believe they said the national price is the highest it's ever been, and oil is actually like per barrel is not at the highest it's ever been. So they're charging you and our national average is the highest price it's been without oil being as high as it's ever been. So, you know, look at that however you want. Um, in an obvious effort to make things better, uh, President Brandon has decided to stop all purchasing of Russian oil, which is probably affecting his own personal wallet. Um, but as a result of that, he's now negotiating with the terrorist in charge of Venezuela. So I guess, you know, just pick whichever cycle you want to buy oil from instead of drilling here where you would never run out. Uh, but what are you going to do? You know, I they should reinstate the Keystone Pipeline. But, you know, unfortunately, Democrats are stupid. And, well, that's the bottom line on that. But, 
you know, Biden even himself uttered in one of his embarrassing press conferences that there's nothing that can be done about gas prices. Uh, nothing like a leader with a plan. I mean, I think that wasn't that the same thing he said about COVID at one point, which, uh, you know, luckily Dr. Vladimir Putin cured. And then you had uh, butt pirate Buttigieg. I don't know. What is he? The transportation secretary? I don't know. I just think the guy loves cock. Well, he does love cock. He said, uh, Americans should go purchase electric cars. An, ex an electric car, average price of an electric car is 55000 The average American can't afford a $55,000 car and shouldn't have to. One, electric cars are stupid. Uh, I will never own electric car. I'll say that right now. They're, I think they're lame. Um, I, I think it's dumb. They actually leave a bigger environmental issue. They're inefficient and they're just useless. I mean, to, to use all that electricity, you're still burning coal, which is still affecting the environment. All the mining you have to do to get the batteries, the disposal of the batteries, plus the uh, long-term maintenance on, like, they're literally, it, electric, it, it's fool's gold. Like, you know, they were made for people who want to put Bernie stickers on their cars and think they're doing something positive for the environment because they're dumb and they don't look, you know, much further than their hands can reach. But, you know, the, the people buying these electric cars, they probably love Florida Georgia Line. You know, they love the taste of cock in their mouth. So keep that in mind. Um, also, did you, I don't know if any of you heard what, uh, show favorite Stephen Colbert said the other night. I fucking hate this guy. Like, seriously. Like, I, I want to live long enough to know he is dead. And when he's dead somewhere, I want to know where he's buried. And I want to go, and I want to take a dump on his grave. And I want to take a picture of that. And I want to send that picture to his surviving family members every day for the rest of their lives. To, just to let them know what I think of the person they care about. Yeah, I'm a terrible person. I'm totally okay with that. There's a handful of other people I would like to do that to as well. And maybe I will. Um, but he said he doesn't mind paying more for the peace of mind. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, but then, you know, he drives a Tesla. But uh, my only hope with that is that maybe on the self-drive, it runs itself into a brick wall or just catches on fire and he dies in a terrible crash. I mean... You can hope. That's all you can do in life, right? Um, yeah, you know, so speaking of toxic people, um, you know, I was, while we're sitting here talking about toxic people and dying horrible deaths, um, we all have those fucking toxic people in our lives, right? Like, whether they're family members, coworkers, friends, or just people that are in our lives and we're kind of stuck with, you know, they're, they're like... They're life vampires. Like, they suck the life out of everything. Their, their very existence is painful. Um, not to them, of course. To everyone else. Uh, you know, seriously, as I say this, I know if you're hearing this, you're thinking of someone in particular. I know you are. And, and if you are, well, fuck you. You're pretty fortunate. Um, I have such a person. A person I've had to endure for a long time. And while I do see an end at the end of the tunnel, um, the mark these people leave on you is a lot. You know, and you tell yourself, oh, it's an easy solution, right? Just cut these people out. And sometimes you can't, and that's awesome. But other times there's reasons you can't, you know, and 
you're saddled with these people, you know, in your life, and it just it brings out the worst in you at times. It really does, um, you know. And me being someone, I think in my youth, just painful to say that because that's like saying when you say in my youth, it's like saying I'm fucking old. Um, I didn't. I wasn't really good at taking the advice of people. You know, I kind of thought I knew everything, which is weird. I guess not much has changed. Except I thought I knew everything then. Now I actually know I know everything. So I guess the personal growth is important, right? Um, I wish I had taken people's advice on dealing with certain situations. But I guess you live and learn. Um, so, yeah, cut these. The advice will give you cut these people out of your life the minute you sense it, man. Don't let, don't let them get in you like a tech. Uh, and if it feels like you can't find a way... Don't put yourself and don't put your sanity through it. Um, you'll thank me later. That's just like my little PSA for you guys. This episode's kind of all over, just so you know. Speaking of random things to throw in, I think I was thinking of toxic people and people dying or whatever. We watched, um, there's a new movie on Hulu called Fresh with uh, Sebastian Stan. He was He's the Winter Soldier from the... Uh, Marvel, Avenger, Captain America movies. He also played, uh, he plays Tommy Lee in the Pam and Tommy movie that's on Hulu. I haven't watched that yet, but uh, I saw a lot of people uh, talk talking about it. Some of you guys I'm Facebook friends with about the movie Fresh, and I was like, I told my wife, I was like, I don't know what people are talking about. It. They say it's good. Let's watch it. And my wife's like, it's a horror movie because it says thriller slash horror, but it's not really a horror movie. It has horror um, things, but. It's kind of quirky. It's kind of awkward. It's really fucking weird. The music's great. Um, I don't know if I'd call it a great movie. I think the ending kind of left a lot of... Not purposely, but didn't tie up some loose ends. But, uh, I mean, I guess there were worse ways I could have spent an hour and 45 minutes today. But, yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. If you don't, it won't affect your life much either. But, uh, yeah, so I watched that and thought I'd share that with you. So, jumping back into the script and staying on things, I feel like I'm talking really fast right now, because we're at, like, 19 minutes, and I feel like I've covered a lot. Could be the crack. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, so Tuesday, the Florida legislator, legislature, wow, I'm a terrible reader, I really am, passed a bill to forbid instruction or indoctrination on sexual orientation and gender identity for grades K through third grade, affecting children mostly ages 5 to 10. Liberal idiots, you know, Democrats, same thing, have dubbed this the don't say gay bill. And this is the logic brought to you by people who think killing the unborn is health care. You know, saying logic in there, it's kind of like a oxymoron. To say this bill is discriminating, I, I kid you not, these ass clowns, You've seen it. Uh, you know, we don't live in Florida, so unless you live in Florida, maybe you're seeing more of it. Are all over social media crying about how this sets people back or is a threat to LGBTQWXYZ rights everywhere. We're talking about five and ten year olds, man. Uh, imagine the arrogance of thinking that the public education, which the public education system is arrogant. I mean, we saw that with mandates and mass. It's a very arrogant head at the top of that organization that uh, 
might be almost seem to think it's the elitist of the elite. But, you know, they're thinking they should be instructing our kids on this shit. First off, as I've, as I've said before, the whole gender identity thing, it's a mental illness, period. Uh, gender dysmorphia. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with men- mental illness. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, we've all been touched by it or battle it. But uh, to provide instruction on gender dysmorphia to children is ignorant. Plain and simple. There's not a logical reason to try to present that to children, for schools to try to present that to schools, children that are 5 to 10 years old. There's not. I mean, think about if you know any 5-year-olds, or maybe you have a 5-year-old, trying to explain that to them. Like, we can't get kids to write in cursive, but we want them to... Know this, try to recognize the 75 genders or whatever that the liberals believe in. You know, it's. And this this isn't. This bill isn't a form of prejudice. It's more or less common sense. And I think we see it more and more where we have to, like, try to legislate common sense because, unfortunately, it's not so common anymore. That there's more people that seem to have. You know, and maybe there's not more, but, you know, the loudest people say the least and get hurt the most. Um, they're out there making any, they're just babbling nonsense and, you know, the media controls their narrative. So it gets out there, you know, everyone's like, oh, Ron DeSantis hates gays. There's tons of gay people that live in Florida. He does not hate gays. Um, you know, it's Democrats hate common sense. They hate thinking. They hate anyone who doesn't want to be told what to think, what to believe, what to do. That's just, it's sewn into their DNA, you know. It's that whole socialist, communist ideology. Um, you know, and every state in this country should have, a, lucky enough to have a governor like Ron DeSantis. I mean, seriously, you can, people, bash them all you want on the media, on social media. People are flocking to live in Florida. More than any of your states, they're flocking. There's a chance if you're living in a blue state right now, people are leaving your state and going to live in Florida. Or they're going to live in Texas, or Tennessee, or Alabama, or South Carolina. They're getting the fuck out of blue states. Places like California, Illinois, New York, uh, some in Michigan. Like, you name it. People don't want to be there. You're not... People don't influx to blue states. It never happens. But you'll never get a liberal to see the point of that because they're stupid. Like, plain and simple. Liberalism is a mental illness. Um, You know, liberalism ultimately right now is losing. And I've said this before, and maybe it's an extreme tape, I believe it needs to be eradicated. It's useless. It serves no purpose. Uh, You know, it's it's like a plague or a a cancer. Whatever it touches, it ruins. You know, it reminds me of a certain person in my life. Um, you want proof? Um, find anyone arguing against this bill. They're not mentioning any of the actual facts of the bill. They're talking about it being discrimination. You know, they don't like that it gives parents the power to sue teachers or school districts who violate the terms of this bill. You know, they think they should oversee they should raise your kid. That's not how it works. 
You know, um, liberals want control. They don't believe in freedom. Uh, just like they don't believe in the very tolerance they preach about. You know, they only believe in tolerance of their ideas, their opinions, you know. And that's part of being stupid. Like, you know, stupidity is like being dead. It doesn't affect you. It only affects everyone else. There's just simple-minded sheep who follow each other and present the same talking points over and over again. Think about it. Liberals are not saying anything different today than they were the day after the 2016 election. They're unstable, unhinged, completely illogical. They hate facts. They hate thinking. Um, they despise hard work. They seek to cripple this nation with PC ideology ideology and their overwhelming stupidity. You know, I sometimes at work I have plenty of time to scroll through social media. And maybe not on Facebook because I'm still in Facebook jail again. I'm in awe of how many posts I've seen of people that don't have say anything factual about this bill. Like, for a group of people that seem to be so concerned with misinformation, they're full-on content with spreading it, and they don't mind a bit. This bill is the only thing that seems to have brought some of the Biden supporters, or liberals or Democrats, out of hiding. They've been a pretty silent 81 million Suppose I said 81 million with quotation marks there, as their installed leader continues running this country into the ground. Um, you know, you got to worry about these people. You know, and the worst part is, like, they think they're the smart ones. You know, they'll throw out a few talking points that they say on, uh, they see on CNN or whatever, which, I don't know, they might be the five people that are still watching CNN. You know, they'll call you Q or call you racist or say, oh, you sound like Alex Jones or blah, blah, blah. You know, a lot of us called the whole COVID thing bullshit. It was bullshit. Look, at it came and went like diarrhea, man. Um, but yeah, so quick show, I guess, this week. Um, that's all I got. Excited. Uh, you know, I have this theory that the week before you go on vacation is always like a hell week. You know, it's like it's like you have to do pay your penance before you get your time off. So, like, I'm kind of like, oh, God, I hope this week doesn't suck. I hope it does So that way, you know, in a, on a good note, it makes you appreciate your vacation that much more. And um, we're very fortunate to go on vacation, so I appreciate that. You know, I'm sure, literally, I only had to sell one of my kidneys to finance the gas. I'm stoked about that. Now, speaking of cool things, though, that are costly, um, we got a new bed this week. And, uh, you yeah, know, the things you get excited about when you're older, right? And it's one of those beds that, like, you know, it moves and, like, has a vibrate mode on it. But I'm telling you right now, it, like, gives you a headache. But that has, like, this zero gravity feature. Like, where has that been my whole life? Oh, my God. I joke with Kai and tell it, call it the white privilege bed, <laughs> but um, it, it's amazing if you can just if if you want if you've been considering one of these, I highly recommend it. Um, it was an excellent purchase. Uh, I've been sleeping great. Um, the dogs genuinely love it. But yeah, that's the uh, that's the show tonight. Uh, feel free to uh, follow us on social media. Hello to our friends in Germany and Europe that uh, we're getting a lot of listens from. And um, 
you know, check out the merch shops, the retro, you have the retro lounge and the Neil World Order store. But that's all I got, guys. So, um, hopefully, uh, Brandon and Luke, you guys didn't fall in. And if so, at least into the Mississippi, one of you knows mouth to mouth. Um, all right, you guys have a great week. We'll see you next weekend.